We are killing our kids. It's season five on this episode of Pushback. If you're concerned about the direction our culture is heading, then maybe it's time to push back. Hello, all my dear listeners. This is Dr. Johnny, and this is another episode of Pushback. It's actually the first episode of season five. I can't believe that uh, this has been going on already for so long. And and beginning season five, it's such a privilege and an honor to share my heart. And I believe that season five um, is going to be the most impactful, most important uh, season that we have done yet. Um, before I get into that, I just want to invite you to our new and improved website at gofam.org. There's some videos about that some of the things that we're doing that we've added. And so if you haven't been there for a while, I encourage you to go to gofam.org uh, and click on all the information that's there. Um, every year before I begin this podcast, I ask the Lord whether I should keep doing this. <laughs> because that's the most important thing is to do what he tells us to do and to stay in the center of his heart and his plan. And I really believe that if he asked me to set this down, I will, even though I enjoy this so much. Um, it's really about following his voice um, and his ways for us as we talk about so often on this podcast. But I really believe that he has given me a direction for this year, a very powerful, important direction. Um, in the in the tag of this podcast, I say, if you're concerned about the direction our culture is heading then maybe it's time to push back. And really at the heart of this podcast is our culture. And I don't think it's hard for us to see when we open the headlines and see the people around us or somebody like me that works in an ER. We see the the dysfunction and the pain and the hurt in people's lives. And, and a lot of it is cultural. And we see the direction that this culture is heading. And for four years now, we've been pushing back and I've been trying to give you language and things to talk about. I'm going to to crank it up, I believe, this season. Um, and, and I believe it's going to be uh, some of the hardest hitting pushback yet because I believe that the time is now. I, don't, I believe that uh, there's no more time to tap dance or to um, put kids' gloves on when dealing with some of these issues because I believe it's all coming to a head. And it's important because I believe it's a, such a great opportunity for us to intervene and to offer a better way. And so I've asked myself, even heading into the season of podcasting, how do we make a difference? How do we, how do I make a difference? And I've asked even talking to my family, like, what is the one common denominator? We are in a culture that is so divided. Um, we look at things so differently. We have such different lenses in which we look at life. And so it's hard to sit at a podcasting chair with a microphone and say, this is how you are, are supposed to live. This is, this is the better way. And yet, the Bible does teach us that we serve a superior God and that his ways are higher than our ways. And when we connect to those, it creates health. 
and that is that is what drives me that is that is what motivates me to podcast in this way because we have a real problem in front of us and so i ask what is the common denominator what is the one thing that maybe we as a society or as a culture could all agree on and really what i've come up with is our children I believe the answer is our children. If we say, are we willing to sacrifice for our country? I believe that answer is more mixed now than it's ever been. How about for our neighbors? How about for just what's, what's right? Are we, are we all on the same boat to travel in the direction of what is right? I'm not sure. I think, I think rightness or righteousness is subjective in our culture right now. What about God? I mean, that's what motivates me. I would do, like I just said at the beginning of this podcast, I would do what he tells me to do. But that's not true for everybody. That's not a common denominator. I wish it was. And I believe that we can make a case that that is the best way, but that is not the case. That is not the most common denominator. It's hard to say, but I would say that maybe not even our spouses, when the divorce rate is 50% and, and marriage is a joke, in sitcoms and our current culture and our social media, I'm not even sure our marriages are the things that motivate us. I think it should. I think it's the most important primary human relationship that we have. But I wouldn't say that that's a common denominator. I wouldn't say that everybody agrees with that. And there's been so much pain and disillusionment connected to marriage that I wonder if that is even a motivating force anymore. And I would say not even ourselves as so many Americans participate in destructive personal behavior, knowing that it's destructive, and yet we still do it, I'm not even sure doing what's best for ourselves and what's healthy for ourselves is a common denominator. And there's certainly evidence to prove that. So perhaps there's only one thing. And I would say the strongest common denominator that our culture carries is our children. Most people, I would say it has to be around 99% of people want what's best for their children, wants them to thrive, to have purpose, to have meaning in life, to be successful, to, to look forward to waking up each day. But it's based on that that I, I want to make this shocking statement to you and will be a theme for season five in our podcast. It's maybe the only statement that could or should get everyone's attention. And the statement is, we are killing our kids. That's a bold statement for season number five. We are killing our kids. So who, who is we? It's everyone that contributes to our culture, a culture that has become toxic, and I would submit to you, and I hope to prove to you, has become lethal. I'm an emergency room doctor. I see it every day. I see the literal death of kids. I see the emotional and the social and the spiritual death of children. Every single day, we are killing our kids. This culture is not a culture of life and it needs to switch and it needs to change and we need to be the impetus of that change. All of us are responsible 
You've heard me give the definition of culture, and now it's the beginning of a new season. I have to give it to you again. Culture is the sum total ways of living passed down from generation to generation. That's the definition of culture. The sum total ways of living passed down from generation to generation. And when we have a toxic culture, when we have avenues and and contributing factors of culture that all add up. If you have toxic plus toxic plus toxic plus toxic, it adds up to a culture that's actually killing our kids. For 50 to 60 years now, our culture has prioritized removing the second clause of the definition of culture. The passed down from generation to generation. And we reduced we have reduced the definition of culture to the sum total ways of living. Period. And that began what has been referred to as the me generation, the me culture, and to heck with the future and sacrifice. Live for now and do whatever feels good. And the dominating driving force of our society and culture today are feelings. Look for it. See it. It's all about feelings. Just do whatever you feel like doing. And I'm telling you that they've had their chance. 50 to 60 years of a Petri dish of, of growing culture on this dish, and it hasn't worked. It doesn't work. It will never work. We shouldn't be surprised. And I can prove it to you. And I'm going to spend this season proving to you that a culture of living, the sum total ways of living period, that doesn't pass down from generation to generation, doesn't work. It is a destructive, lethal culture, and it kills our children. I can prove it. I want to offer you 50 weeks of evidence that shows that our culture isn't working. See, I believe that we are at an ominous crossroads right now because even the architects of this fallen culture are seeing that it doesn't work. And predictably, they don't know what to do. Everything's coming out that's showing that the youth today, are the generation that has come behind us, are, are dying. They are failing. They are miserable. They are living in depression and anxiety. I thought this was supposed to be a utopia. I thought following your feelings was supposed to be the thing that, that actually brings enlightenment and, and creates a society of freedom and health. It hasn't worked. And I can prove it to you. But why this is such an ominous crossroad, instead of changing their course, they are actually doubling down on the failed experiment. They're hoping that if they can just 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 raise the dose, increase the dose of dysfunction and quote unquote freedom. That will get them to the promised land. It's not because it doesn't work. It's because we just haven't given enough of it. We need to, we need to increase the milligrams of dysfunction and that will get us there. So we need to present a better way and we need to present it soon because we're killing our kids. Now, I understand this is a pretty provocative and, if I can be so honest, negative headline for season five. But this is about pushing back a culture that isn't working because we want health 
and we want purpose and we want meaning. This is what we want for our children. And what encourages me is I believe that everybody wants that. And so if I can present a case, I believe it might actually be listened to. See, someone needs to shake us out of our cultural stupor. Not only push back, but offer a new plan. There are a lot of factors that summate to a culture that kills our kids. It's the sum total ways of living. But see, a culture is created and maintained by people. There's a lot of factors. You can say, well, money and greed kills our children. Lust, drugs, uh, certainly depression. All of these things kill our children, literally kill them, like in the morgue. But I will tell you that these are just symptoms. Yes, these things do kill our children, but they are symptoms. They're not people. Symptoms are controlled and managed by people. So the we are killing our kids are we the people. Now there's an encouragement in this and I want you to find the silver lining. I believe there are actually four categories of people that carry such influence on our children that they are directly responsible for killing our kids and thus responsible for saving our kids. I want to give you four targets of people and I'm confident that you're going to fit in one of these targets (laughs) in some way, either as the influenced or the influencers of these four people. But I believe that it's fixable. I believe that when the the people in these categories actually do what they were created to do, then the culture shifts and things come back into alignment into what they were actually created for and to be. I believe by the grace of God and by his leading that we as the people can actually steer and guide the culture to something that is healthy and purposeful and meaningful for our children, and thus save their lives. That's how strongly I believe this. There are four categories of people. They all start with the letter P. I think it's helpful because it helps us remember. The first category are parents. It's the most obvious, and there's no substitute for the word parent. There's nobody else that can do it. You are the only one. So we're going to be talking a lot about Parenting and the role of parents. I believe there's been rampant malpractice in each of these categories. And I believe that parents have set down something that belongs to them that needs to be picked back up. They are the single most important influencer in children's lives, which means they are the single most important uh, one who takes responsibility for their children's lives. Responsibility is the word response. Heaven gives us a role and gives us an assignment as parents, and we respond to that role. We take responsibility. If you aren't the most single, most important influencer in your child's life, then 2024 is your year, and I'm going to help you take the reins. It's critical. It's no surprise that the culture is trying to disempower parents. See, if I was the enemy... And I was looking to take down a culture. I would do it 
through lies. I would do it through the destruction of family. And that's exactly what we see. See, the enemy is the father of lies, so that is his tactic. That is his tool belt, is to create lies. And each one of these categories, each of these four categories, have been influenced by a lie. I would like to expose those lies. The second category are pseudoscientists. You've heard podcasts before. I believe there's been rampant malpractice in the scientific community, especially in regards to human life and origins. And they've gone unchecked. There's been no credibility. The scientific world needs to return to the honor of the profession and they need to tell the truth. I would like to expose the lies. The third category are politicians. Now, I hesitated initially because politicians actually respond to the people. And so the we, the people, should be steering politics. But I believe that now is changing. I believe that there is a a shift in the political spirit where there has been absolute control. I believe there's been rampant malpractice. And the motives of the politicians are not our children. It's about getting (laughs) reelected. And the result of that is that our children are dying. See, children don't vote, do they? I believe that the motives of the politicians are going to be on full display, this being an election year. There's going to be fireworks this year. And I would love to cover that, and I would like to expose the lies. I also believe that politicians can be a healing force on the culture through leadership. So I believe it's fixable. And the fourth category might raise your eyebrows because I'm an equal opportunity pushbacker. The fourth letter P is the word Pharisees. Pharisees are religious leaders. And I believe our religious leaders have sat back and allowed the culture to slip out of their hands. There has been a complacency and there's been a complicity in the leadership of the church. The religious leaders. See, my friends, religion doesn't save. And because of that, our children are lost and they are leaving. And they are spiritually and morally bankrupt because our religious leaders have set down something that belongs to them. And that's the steering and the guidance of the culture through the power of the Spirit. Matthew 23, 13 is a powerful verse. It says, woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites. You shut the door of the kingdom of heaven in people's faces. You yourselves do not enter, nor will you let those enter who are trying to. That is an indictment on the culture of the church. Is it possible that the children are leaving because we've shut the door in their faces and haven't offered them the greater reality of the kingdom? Each one of these areas are subject to lies. It's the tactic of the enemy. And I believe that we can expose the lies. I believe that we can draw 
these four people of influence, these four realms of influence into everything that they were created to be. And I believe the result of that is that we will be saving our kids instead of killing our kids. The answer is the kingdom of heaven. We have the answer and I can prove it. I look forward to proving it to you. I know that's a, that's a big statement. It's a bold statement. It's a confident statement. But I am banking on the truth overcoming lies. And I'm banking on the reality of his kingdom being a greater reality than what we experience here on this earth. And I am banking on the fact that his ways are higher than our ways. And when we tap into the goodness and the quality and the, 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 the potency of his kingdom, then our culture shifts and it shifts in a hurry. See, I believe I'm in a unique position because I have my foot in a certain degree in all of these realms. I'm certainly a parent. I am a scientist and I care about the truth of science and I love science. And I believe it's, it's, it's a truth and, and, and fact um, factory that helps us actually guide the reality of his kingdom. I am not a politician, but I'm also not, not a politician. I'll explain more about that later. I'm certainly a student of the game. I do love it and I, and I research it and I study it. But as I'm learning more about who I am as a child of God, I've learned more about the authority and the political um, strategies that are given to us as his kids. And I'm a minister. I can also be guilty of a pharisaical mentality. Instead, I want to be the door that opens. <laughs> he, he is the door that opens. I want to be the one that helped people usher through the door into the reality of his kingdom. I can relate to all of these four topics. So I'm speaking from a unique experience. And oh, by the way, I'm an emergency room physician, and I'm not sure a week goes by where I don't see the devastation and the social effects that our culture is having on our children. <coughs> it matters to me. And I want to be part of the generation that saves our kids. I want to have a generational mindset. I want our culture to be the sum total ways of living that is proudly passed on from generation to generation. I'm not sure that this topic this year is going to be easy, but anytime my children come to me and said that this is too hard or it's difficult, I always turn to them and say, if it was easy, anybody could do it. <laughs> so I'm saying it to myself. If it was easy, anybody could do it, but I, I'm being asked to do this this year, season five of pushback, we're going to go for it. We're going to go deeper. We're going to go stronger. We're going to hit it hard because the time is now. Will you join me on this journey? I have vision for this year. And I believe that as we go through these sum total ways, these, these cultural ways that add up to a toxic culture, it's going to serve as an outline for a future book. 
So I'm going to need your feedback. I'm going to need your help. I'm going to need you to go to pushbackculture.org on each of these topics and give feedback or insight or, or further ideas because it's going to develop into something that I believe can bring cultural reformation. That's what I believe. So will you join me on this journey as we go together now to set and shape the culture?